Hello, everybody, Ooh. and welcome to another episode of Another Film Podcast. My name is Tierney. My name is Colin. <laughs> my name is Matt. <laughs> oh, I just hit my head. <laughs> uh, I was oh, just trying goodness. to change my cadence that I have, because I say this it's the same tone and the same rhythm every time, so I thought I'd mix it up, but... No. That's how podcasts are, though. Now. You get used to that intro. <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching this week? We watched Goodfellas this week, much to 67% of this group's chagrin. Yeah. The, a little known movie, Goodfellas. Uh, maybe, not a very. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. <laughs> underrated Scorsese. No one talks about this. Nobody, Nobody talks ever about talks it. talks about this one. No one's it's ever real, seen this movie. Like Diamond in the Rough. Most people yeah. are like, ugh, Scorsese. I'm not going to watch any of his stuff. We Especially had to, yeah. his lesser known movies. Yeah, we had to. We all had to dig really hard to find this one. Uh, we had to go to some questionable places on the internet to to find a stream of this movie. But play, we, we all made it. Pay for yeah. it in Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just to clarify, uh, this is the same director as Silence, which is what most people know Martin Scorsese mm. for. Mm-hmm. It's definitely and his Hugo. most prominent movie. I would and say Hugo, Hugo and yes. Silence are like his one-two punch, um, mm-hmm. and then the rest of them and are all pretty, pretty low-key. Hugo's the one where they stab the guy in the chest in the trunk, right? No. Yes. <laughs> Hugo is a children's movie, <laughs> and it's actually I was, delightful. I was joking. Were you though? No. Hugo's about a made man, but he's a child. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, Goodfellas is my, was anyway. my, it's my last pick, you guys. We're almost done with this whole oh, thing. Oh, shit. It's so crazy to think about. Um, That's a raven, actually, though. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but it's also very raven. Uh, so, you know, as, as is my thing... <laughs> Just gonna, just gonna keep, <laughs> keep powering through. We'll see what All happens. we're gonna do is derail tonight. Just like, yeah. just get ready. To... I was gonna say for those of you listening, get ready we're to buy this on two a... notes. <laughs> we were recording this on a Friday night. Uh, the election results still haven't been finalized. We've all just spent the last week—I mean, the last four years, really—but specifically the last week, just slowly going insane. So I think yeah. this this should be a real, real fun one for for all parties involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we talked about Goodfellas. We said it was going to be a very hard conversation. Now we're seeing that it's a hard conversation, and you know, we had prepared for this. <laughs> Uh, we said we have to wait and hold on all of our notes. We have to count the notes. We all have to count every legal note. <laughs> no, we note. need to stop counting the notes. Well, stop but I think... Oh, that's actually no, a good, no, no, no. That's a good so thought. Matt yeah. is supposed to keep counting. I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to count mine. stop counting. And I'm only supposed to count the legal notes. Okay. But I'm 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 purposefully ignoring all of the illegal notes, I think is what, and, we, and what are, we've settled on. And what are illegal notes? I think illegal notes were notes that were made either, like, right at the end of the movie. Okay. Or anything that, that was added to your, your note list within the last, like, you know, 30 minutes after you watched it. So I think any of those, like, okay. final 
follow-up things that like technically should have been part of the movie but like weren't really part of the movie i think that's where we draw the line it's it's a it's a it's a very very gray area we, we're not totally sure so okay you mean provisional notes yes that's, oh, that's guys, the other this is hurting yeah. my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's too close. It's too close. <laughs> Off, before we started recording, Tierney was like, I've been trying really hard not to pay attention to it so that I don't go crazy, whereas I've just been mainlining this shit for four days. So. To be rough. To, let me just clarify, because I don't want to appear as though I'm not following it at all. I do it in yeah, very no, no, no. measured yeah. increments. So yeah, that the, the, it doesn't I, consume me. I was gonna say, yeah, I, did, very I definitely smart. didn't do a good job of representing your what you were trying to say. Like, you are a well-informed person who is doing a reasonable amount of following. I am on the yeah. opposite end of the spectrum, where I'm just like, why isn't Twitter refreshed in the last five seconds? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Have there been any more votes like, counted? <laughs> The difference between like broadcast news and cable news. I'm like broadcast news where it's like yeah. a half yeah. hour twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. you're That's me. Hours. That's my speed. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. We're doing this shit all the time. We will yeah. not. We're cornecking this. <laughs> oh, God bless him. Uh, I was going to go to bed last night, and then he tweeted that like he was also apparently going to like just going to catch a few hours of sleep. Then he tweeted, he was like, just kidding, I'm coming back out. And I was like, all right, Steve, fine, I guess I'll come back out too. <laughs> and then I was like, the groundhog. Until like 3.45 and nothing happened. I, I got to watch yeah. Georgia Flip live, which was pretty cool. But then I woke up to Pennsylvania being, ha, ha, having been flipped already and I was very upset. Yeah, I saw Georgia Flip once, but she had practiced a lot, so Jesus. it was really actually very <laughs> Yes. <well done. laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of one, but all I could think of was pancakes. <laughs> I'm glad you got there for the both of us. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. God so bless. Too. Good times, you guys. Um, yeah. In, in related news of Georgia, Peach, and in movies, uh, there was uh, Timothy Chalamet today. <laughs> Instagram uh, post on his Instagram story uh, oh somebody's God. tweet that was like if Georgia flips blue and it was a picture of him looking seductively at that peach and he uh, put it on his story with like little wet droplets which was very funny and so I took a screenshot and I thought I sent it to Colin Tierney and a couple of our other friends Adrian and John but who I did send it to was my family thread <laughs> and my brother commented on it and then on a separate individual thread with him said i can't wait for mom to ask what that means uh but my mom didn't my dad did my dad asked what it meant and i had to kind of vaguely explain it as uh, uh that uh, in the movie he uses a peach as a uh uh pleasure item Ple- yeah and then we quickly moved on from the topic <laughs> i like that you said I, we you you gave us the update and i was like i think it's very tactful that you you phrased it that way but really, what, what you, yeah. what a you masturbator! Should, what you should have said was, "Timmy fucks that peach," <laughs> <laughs> like a little ass. That's what the peach is supposed to be, because peaches look like little butts, and that's why he fucks that peach because it's like a little baby fuzz butt. I don't think I've ever heard something referred to as a little ass. I feel like it's like a fat ass or a big ass, <laughs> a dumb ass. I would say. I would say Rudy Giuliani's a little ass. I would say that's yeah. what Giuliani is. He's oh. just a little ass. 
Uh, but yeah, just that Peach is a little ass, and Timmy done boned it. For real. Oh, yeah? Um, and also, yeah. it sounds like Matt Peaches probably and will be doing that soon. If Georgia if flips. Georgia flips. Mm-hmm. If, the, yeah, if, the, if the results stay where they're at right now. If my friend Georgia flips, <laughs> uh, and if the state does. Cool. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I good fellas. I picked this one similar to all of the other ones that I picked. It's a director that I like, and it's a movie I hadn't seen. Um, Tierney and Matt were both pretty opposed. Not, I don't think, because of a dislike for the movie itself, like the the content of the movie, just more of like a, ugh, I've seen it a lot and don't want to watch it again, um, which we can get to later. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was like, no, this will be fun. Uh, also today, I was going to text you, Tierney, but I figured I'd wait until we were on air so I could tell you some <laughs> other directors that I thought of after the fact <laughs> we could have done instead. So oh. uh, we could have done uh, Itu Mama Tambien because uh, that's the What a fantastic movie. Oh, this is gonna be a great segment. Uh, yeah, let's keep going. These uh, are gonna be brutal. Another one I thought of was um, I, we could have done uh, Seven Psychopaths for a Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> T and I watched one. that movie, and I own it on Blu-ray. Uh, so yeah, been there, easy. There were some. Other I did ones, just but... watch that one recently, so it's probably that one. I might have been like, mm, I don't want to spoil it. Overwatch yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, In Bruges is great, and uh, Three Billboards is, like, pretty fun. Um, so someday I'll watch Seven Psychopaths. But... Didn't he have another Man. one coming out? Oh, no, they're about to start filming it in yeah, the west of say. Ireland. Um, but, yeah, no, we're, we're doing good, fellas. But you also haven't seen Eagle vs. Shark, right? Yeah, but I already did the Taika. I did um, the, oh, that's the right. Shadows. Fair enough, fair enough. And I, I also the same uh, thing today. I was like, we I should probably, have done a Taika movie. <laughs> yeah, we already did a Taika movie. I already did a Taika movie. Um, and I probably wouldn't have changed. I, I didn't think about uh, Quaron until earlier today, but I probably wouldn't have changed it anyway, just since we're likely doing Roma later. There's a, um, we could do uh, Itu Mama Tambien, and then Matt could oh, do Oh, then Matt could do of Children of Men. Of Men. We just really, yeah. just, like, really go for it. Well... <laughs> And then yeah. I do Roma, a double feature of Roma and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Which is um, by far and away the best Harry Potter. Yeah, duh. I think Cursed Child is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not even that late and Toonie's already losing it. This is going to be real fun. <laughs> It's been a week, yeah. That was an invo- involuntary response. <laughs> involuntary. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, but yeah, so real quick, maybe eventually I'll be able to finish what I'm trying to say about Goodfellas. We'll see what happens. But uh, Marty, I thought it was kind of fun because uh, I have seen almost every movie he's made after the year 2000. 
and literally none of the movies he's made before the year 2000. Wow. So you're just working backwards, going with the 90s and then the 80s. I was going to say, like, eventually I'll get to some of the the other ones, but, um... You've never seen Taxi Driver? Never seen Taxi Driver. Mm. Never seen Raging Bull. Never seen Mean Streets. Damn. Never seen Goodfellas until now, Casino. Yeah, like, I don't, it's, it's, I, I mean... I was, you kind of have seen them all, because you saw this movie, and you've kind of seen them all then. I would say this is, like, more or less the same as Mean Streets and Casino. Yep. Yeah. But yep. Raging Bull <laughs> Casino is especially. Yeah, yeah. 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 Casino, the camera never stops moving, though, and that part is fascinating. I mean, eventually the I'll... The thing I'll... is, like, whip pans and zooms and, like, tracking shots. Yeah. Hmm. Eventually I'll watch, probably not all of his movies, but more than I've seen. But anyway, I thought Goodfellas would be a fun one because, like, it's generally considered his best or second or maybe third best um, mm-hmm. of all of his movies. So I was like, all right, if I'm going to dip my toes in something, Tierney's <laughs> mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, would, I would not. Maybe his it. most. It's his most I mean, probably known. Yeah, but, like, not yeah. his most well-made movie. That would be, like, but The I Departed like other Scorsese's or... Raging yeah. Bull. Or I love Shutter Hugo. Island. <laughs> yeah. So here we yeah. go. Hugo's boring. Here we go. Here's, uh, here's my rankings. Oh, rankings. Here's my rankings. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And again, I need to clarify, these are my, <laughs> it's my personal preference. I'm not saying it's that, gonna like, It's going to be like right. Wolf these of are, Wall Street number one. It literally is Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> number one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I oh, fucking no. love Wolf of Wall Street. That movie's oh, so fuck. funny and so good. Uh, <laughs> love Leo in that movie is so fantastic. Jonah Hill in that I movie is fantastic. I did love the scene of him trying to get in the car. Just yeah. so fucking funny. That movie is probably, like, top five funniest movies of last decade. It's so hilarious. I look very skeptical right now, y'all. Uh, also, Wolf of Wall Street's fucking Goodfellas again. It's the same movie. Yeah, it's the same beats better. and everything. So here's Who my knows? here's my number two. Okay, The Irishman, which is oh, just Goodfellas God. again. Just kill me. Just whack me. Just fucking put a screwdriver in the base of my skull. <laughs> Uh, did you uh, either of you guys see The Irishman? No. no. Who has so time? I'm so that? bored. I, went, I can't take another mob movie. I went and saw it in the theaters and somehow made it through the entire movie without having to go to the bathroom and was very proud of myself. Uh, that movie's super long, but I love that movie. It's very good. Um, number three, Goodfellas. Number four, Departed. Number five, Shutter Island. Number six, Gangs of New York. Number seven, Hugo. And number eight, Silence. <laughs> Oh my god! I forgot about Shutter Island and Gangs of New York, and you still put it above that. This is astonishing. I put Shutter Island at number one, but I'm not a huge Scorsese guy. But I've seen Taxi Driver and Mean Streets, and Taxi Driver has gotten better in my estimation, but Mean Streets I thought was so boring. I think a lot of... I just, like, don't care about this world. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Honestly. We'll talk We're more about terrible. that specific say, yeah, thing. We can, well, so, yeah, I mean, this, that's all. I, just, I liked it. I thought it's, I thought it's a really good movie. Um, yeah. I Man, mean, so you haven't seen The Aviator? A, yeah, Aviator is the one post-2000 movie that I haven't seen. He's got some... I feel like Aviator and Hugo and Shutter Island all live in the same 
kind of world. Not as far as tone, obviously, but, like, they're all, like, kind of fantasy, kind of, like, fantastical, or, like, very genre, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then it's just all mob movies. And I don't know what Silence is, but I haven't seen it. But. It's, like, I mean, well, it's, Yeah, I was gonna say, Silence is, like... Oh, I know, the, just I know the premise. But, like, I don't know what it's like. Probably all, like the mob movie where mob it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do me a favor, a literal mob maybe I'll priest. convert you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Silence is, it's good-ish. It's very, it's way too long. It's very slow. Um, it's like two hours and 45 minutes. It's, it's a rough ride, yeah. but it does have really good Andrew Garfield performance. Uh, really good, um, adam driver performance like i'm i'm glad i watched it but i probably will never mm-hmm. watch silence again i'll check it out still that's one of the few modern ones i haven't seen of scorsese's but yeah overall yeah i don't i like him but i don't know if i'm really that into his movies i'd rank anderson and fincher and nolan all above as far as like the movies i care about but yeah good i think those are fine rankings who cares they're all the same movie <laughs> Like, truly, who cares? I was going to say, as I was watching Goodfellas, I was just like, man, there's a lot, a lot of similarities here. Which, like, mm-hmm. it's not, a, like, I am not the first person to point that out, uh, clearly. But it was like, having never seen it before, and having Wolf of Wall Street and Irishman, and to a lesser extent, Departed, like, relatively fresh in my mind, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, we can talk more about it. That I liked it. I thought it was good and fun. I also. Yeah, what do you guys want to say? And then we can dive uh, a little further. I was Why just gonna we... say that. Uh, I think the best thing about Martin Scorsese movies are the craft involved in them. Yeah. And sure. while it is pretty good in Goodfellas, I think that it like his later work is obviously very good but i still think casino or not whoa casino no 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 uh <laughs> raging bull is like craft wise probably one of his most impressive uh anyway the thing that i struggle with with this movie and most mob movies is mm-hmm. everyone is terrible there's like yeah. no Monsters. likable character except i literally my one of my few notes about the actual movie um, was what did how did I phrase it? Oh, <laughs> okay. There's a couple of notes about just the movie, but no one is likable except Karen and Michael. <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about this. <laughs> They're the only like, and even Karen kind of like, you feel bad for her because like she's gets roped into the world, but like she's the only character that like, I don't know, has. A, a soul. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> oh, I yeah. mean, she just gets into cocaine. I was gonna say she. she that happens to everybody. Like so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She's complicit. <laughs> um, I, yeah. But then one of my other notes, if we're, if we're gonna go on from that one, uh, <laughs> just the only thing I liked about this is Robert De Niro dre- just. Je- oh my god ah, gesturing okay. <laughs> for Karen to go into the dress shop <laughs> when he's just oh, going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
he's like bent over at the waist, like pointing. Yeah. I did love that. Forward? Right. <laughs> anyway. So, real quick, Tierney, you don't like dislike this movie. I'm just tired of it. There's nothing yeah. that mm-hmm. exceptional about it, but it's like lauded as being this like. Yeah. Masterpiece. One like most of his other movies, I would put above it. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> I think that's fair though, and we we can talk more about that. Uh, do want to give Matt a chance to chime in a little bit, but I I do think that's fair. Like it is a good movie. I did enjoy this, but and 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 I like I said to Matt before you got on the call, Tierney. Like maybe it's just like had had I seen this movie, you know, in seven times. um like maybe i would have liked it a little bit more or at least could have like understood the the like the adoration for this movie but having seen it now in you know 30 years after the fact and having seen all of his other ones as well as like assorted similar movies like it was just like yeah this is a really good movie but i don't get the like total love fest over this movie but Anyway, Matt, what what are you, what are your thoughts on what's your relationship to Goodfellas? I th- I so I think the last time I watched it all the way through was like two thousand three. Now that I think <laughs> about it, like just forever ago, when I was like a teenager who was like, I should probably watch a movie that people talk about like this. Um, but I also. I remember not caring then. I remember, like, just the helicopter <laughs> shot of him being like, whoa, there's a helicopter. Um, and, like, that's as much as I remember. Beyond, like, some of the, like, oh, they're cooking in the prison and uh, that Pesci gets whacked. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, but uh, the, sto- the story itself uh, was interesting to watch again. Um, you know, it's based on a true story, which I think I kept forgetting because I was just like, this is so ridiculous. And so, not like unbelievable, but just so like, they're all awful. Like Tierney's saying, like, why are we watching them? They're just monsters. Uh, but then remembering it's a true story, so it's like, I mean, people fucking do this. So, you know, I have to remember that. Overall, though, I just hate them. And I hate, <laughs> I hate the attitudes that this type of movie always has which is just macho i hate machismo i hate uh you know the everyone's got to be loyal we'll talk a lot about loyalty because that's i think the takeaway that i think uh (laughs) this movie gives you but the whole idea of loyalty and like don't rat out your friends and don't say anything is so stupid as like a narrative device because it is only employed when somebody wants to do it but there's no rules pretend this is a magic movie the rules make no sense because people are loyal up until a point and then they kill each other and so it's just like yeah bad people doing bad stuff on and on and on and on but making it look very fun and cool and like even though we were in prison we cooked every night that's how it was (laughs) in a way that i think a lot of like douchey bros watch this movie and then are like i want to be a wise guy too and say it like that and that's how they get cool yeah yeah the voiceover was a lot in this movie (laughs) like yeah like a lot a lot (laughs) but you all but that's just what mob movies are they have to explain like oh this is jimmy two times and he always and it's just like 
fine. But uh, I, it's just fine. the same world every time. It's the same world every time. And it's always like a like a a cabaret r- restaurant is what they own. Yeah. yeah. As a front. They wear minks. And it's yeah. also it's... like the same like 10-ish actors. <laughs> they're, mm-hmm. they're all in the time. same. <laughs> they're all like different parts sort of, but they're all just like, oh yeah, that guy who I saw in that one episode of The Sopranos and that guy who I saw in this other, you know, they're just like, oh yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I see. I like you are always... an Italian-American actor who has been typecast and you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. I guess I'll just keep cashing these checks. <laughs> and they're always like standing around going like <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch, get over here. Whereas, and like, like not that that isn't real, but it's just like, oh, I've seen this so many times. I will say uh I feel like the only Bob movie that doesn't function that way is uh, The Departed because Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. is not that kind of mafioso. Oh yeah, my God. just an ins- just an insane coke addict, like just incredible shit from Jack Nicholson in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> basically Jack Nicholson. If Jack Nicholson was the head of a crime organization, <laughs> it's just like, can I come in my own clothes? And they were like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, okay, I'm coming in my jumpsuit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I just, I also get tired of like, like every time Joe Pesci speaks, I'm just like, (laughs) shut up. And then on top of it, I texted you guys this. I realized that he has the same mouth as Donald Trump. And then (laughs) as the movie progressed, that was probably within, by the way, like the first five minutes of watching. Yeah, <laughs> and then as the movie yeah. progressed, he has very similar hand movements as well, and it's just like I would just watch him be like, "This guy's just Donald Trump." Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an important thing to to talk about because okay. I agree the hand movements and the head gestures and the way he says. So I says to him, so like the it's the rhythm it's, of yeah. and, and what, he's what it is where he's like he's a good guy he's a good guy. Yeah, you know what it is? It's because Trump is a New Yorker. Yep. Trump thinks he's a tough guy and watches movies like this mm-hmm. and lives in the world of organized crime yeah. and so took on all these little gestures and stuff. So what we're seeing is Joe Pesci embody those things that he saw probably growing up and in the world around him. Mm-hmm. What we're watching Donald Trump do is exhibit that behavior of a sociopath like Joe Pesci is in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the same character. It's a guy who is unnecessarily violent, who doesn't care about anyone except himself, uh, who wants loyalty but will betray people if, they, if he feels insulted or if mm. he feels like he's demeaned. And doesn't uh, have the, like... Uh, backbone to be able to handle like a mild insult where he's like, yeah. let's go on! Yeah, super inferiority complex. Yeah. Uh, worried about being like little or like being told that he's like insignificant. So just very... I, you know what? Uh-huh. <laughs> just a fucking trash bag. Uh, and so for that, Colin, I think you picked a very appropriate movie for exactly what we needed to watch this week, because I think Goodfellas uh, 
Trump is just a gangster, and he's a bad at. He's a he's, gangster that's bad at it, like the characters in this movie that are like buying mink coats and buying cars. Buying and he's like, "What the fuck are you cars. doing?" <laughs> just yeah, like, <laughs> like being like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why are you like showing it off?" And being like, oh, "I thought I had no big deal." Like he's as incompetent of a of a criminal. Meanwhile, Polly is always in like a chef's shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do love Polly, and I love Paul Sorvino. I think. He might be my favorite character after Karen, but I do love Karen. Same. Uh, let's. So I think we could just dive yeah, in. I mean, we've mostly been, we're, we've been in for yeah. a while. So. We've been in. I think I would have liked uh, a movie that was just Karen. Of, and yeah. I guess that's what that fucking sh- reality show Mob Wives is. But I've never seen Mob Wives. Uh, or is that a, is not that a reality, reality show? show? I have, I honestly have no idea. I thought it was like I think s- it's serialized television show i'm gonna look it up i, real... I got it i got it, I got it. okay great thank you <laughs> but like thank the, you. i the heart the the scenes that i cared most about uh that i felt anything besides just like yeah violent dudes are gonna fucking kill each other like who cares the same way we've talked about this before same way war movies i'm like yeah war is awful i get it like i don't want this to be the way things are in the same way this is like yeah, I don't want to be in the mob world because they're fucking crazy and they're violent and they're awful. But very interesting angle to have Karen with the other wives as they're like, yeah, he'll kill her if like if he finds out, like, oh, he'll just kill him or like, well, don't be like this guy where you know he got arrested and now his mother had a heart attack and is like that reality of how dangerous being associated with the mob is is more interesting to me of just Mm -hmm. the association and like not really knowing what's going on, not seeing the screwdrivers go into heads or burying bodies and just being like, what do you do with your friends? And why am I, why are they giving us so much money at this wedding? Those details I found so interesting. And I thought she does a really good job. Um, Mm -hmm. That's uh, what is her name? Lorraine Bracco. Lorraine Bracco. Yeah. She's so, so good in this movie. So good. Uh, and I really, like, I was so interested in her story. I think, like, the scene where she has the gun to Ray Liotta's head when oh, he's yeah. in bed is, like, very cool. Mm-hmm. And But then I think the things that I don't like about mob movies is for the moment right after that where he, like, flips her off the bed, chokes her, puts yeah. the gun to her head, and then, like, leaves and goes, stays with his girlfriend. And it's, like, that shit where I'm, like, the dynamics of, like, this wife being, like, I'll fucking kill you if you're two-timing me and then the whole thing of like but i loved him too much to hurt him and then him just abusing her was like Ugh. but then the Ugh. scene later where she uh dumps the coke because the cops are there and then right. he's like freaking out afterwards i was like this is more interesting because it's not like a mob where he's just like i'm gonna slap you around the room because you dumped my coke yeah. yeah, and she's like, they would have found it, and his hiding place is like behind the TV, and she's like, they would have found. it He's like, they wouldn't have found it. It's like, yeah, they would have found it. Yeah, like, if you're looking <laughs> in a fucking TV entertainment center, they're gonna look there. Also, why do you think they arrested you? It wasn't. Yeah, so you dumb idiot. Just like, I think this guy might be into some stuff. They're like, no, we're pretty confident that this guy is into some shit, and we need to figure it out. So like, they're, it's not like yeah. they're gonna like look at. Oh yeah, this room looks fine. We'll move on to the next one. Like they're gonna fucking scout the place <laughs> yeah 
It's also interesting that, like, uh, drugs is always the downfall of the 70s. Uh, that, like, that's always... And it, I guess it was, but, like, the war on drugs is really what made it something that, like, the FBI was getting all the coke dealers. But, like, Boogie Nights has it where, like, as soon as the 80s begins, it's, like, all downhill. Yeah. And they all get way into drugs. And in this case, too, the same thing of, like, May 1980, everything gets fucked. Like... All the nice, shiny 70s and 60s, like, gangster paradise kind of stuff that they had is gone. Uh, and you're just stuck with, like, Ray Liotta's coked-out eyes. And trying Looking at... <laughs> 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 that kid that they have playing actually it's looks so like him. so good. Yeah, that's really, that's yeah. really good casting. <laughs> Same eyes. And those Ray Liotta eyes. When they do one of the slow zoom outs of his eye, it looked fake. Yeah. His, like, iris looked too big. But he's just got big, beautiful eyes. Ray Liotta has beautiful eyes. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know how to respond to that. <laughs> uh, what else do I have in my notes? I, have I did the, not have Ray Liotta eyes. General <laughs> cinematography of this movie is, impre- like, impressive. As are mm-hmm. most uh, Scorsese movies. The helicopter scene I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I really want to emphasize how funny I found Robert De Niro pointing Karen into the dress shop. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was easily the best part right. of the movie. <laughs> and him, like, creeped over. <laughs> Yeah. With that De Niro smile too, where you're like, "Oh man, what do you have planned?" Mm, and then yeah. just going, <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend. Yeah, that was funny. Would recommend um, watching this movie if only for <laughs> yeah, like I two get a minute time sequence stamp. towards the end. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it also funny that uh, he's called the Irishman in this? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Ooh, this a prequel?" Yeah definitely a prequel. It is a prequel? Yeah. No. Oh. No, it's not. But they're both based on true stories. Yeah, so I, the Irishman story has been not, like, fully debunked, but there's, like, a lot of, like, are we sure mm. that this actually happened? Because um, I guess, like, the so the, the book that it was based on was written with, like, a bunch of interviews that they did with um, the guy, like, on his deathbed. And so everybody's mm. like, eh, can we, like, really trust this? I don't really know. So, like, yes. I, I, I don't know. I didn't do any research uh, into Goodfellas, but my inkling would be that Goodfellas is closer to what actually happened than mm-hmm. Irishman. But that's neither here nor there. Sure. But yeah, he's called the Irishman, which I was like, oh, that's a fun Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> Still gestating, not really an egg yet. But I think um, the first time they, they brought him up, I actually got confused with The Departed, where Leonardo DiCaprio, like, they're talking about Jimmy Conway being, like, crazy. Uh, and then I think he goes into a shop. And then I was like, oh, is this where he smashes that guy's face with the coat hook? And then I was like, wait, no, that's the Departed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different uh, Irish gang. Yeah, sure, like, yeah. 
yeah, also brutal opening to like start the movie with stabbing someone in a trunk and then shooting them. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if you didn't know what you were getting into with the Scorsese movie, like, just by his name alone, it's like, yeah. oh, this is going to be, because, like, we, you know, you kind of talked about how there's, like, most of his movies are all basically the same. We've got a few, like, offshoots here or there. But um, if you see the, the opening of this movie, you're like, oh, this is one of those ones. Okay, cool. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, like uh joe pesci just like aggressively stabbing him in the chest like six or seven times and then as if that weren't enough just firing off a few rounds like okay yeah (laughs) grizzly did you guys feel like that opening time break was serving anything no no okay not at all i also remember this movie starting with the helicopters and then going way back but I remember the helicopter scene being early and then happening again. But I guess I must be remembering wrong. It has been 17 uh, years. Yeah, I was going to say. If that's your a good point. 2003 prediction is correct, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> Fair. Uh, but also, it was interesting that it was a flash forward, but only like for like 40 minutes into the movie. Like, that's not the end. It's just like, later on, you'll see yeah. why this is happening. Uh but it didn't feel necessary in time. And also to be like, what the fuck is that? Did we blow a tire? And then to like open a trunk knowing there's somebody in there. I was like, so I then what the was the confusion? joke would serve more uh, if it was a linear timeline. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, do they actually think they blew a tire? No, they're just being sarcastic. But you don't know that. Because yeah. you don't know that there's someone in the trunk. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just, like, I I mean, I think you're right, Matt. I think it's just, like, setting up more than anything else. It's just, like, we're just, like, this is the world that we're going to spend the next two hours in. Like, mm-hmm. is it necessary for the story? No. But is it just, like, setting the template right away? Yes. I, I don't, I, like... I didn't have a problem with it, but I also don't think that you necessarily needed it there. Like, I think, especially with Ray Liotta's, narr- like, the narration where he, like, I think that literally the first line of dialogue after that little intro is him saying, like, ever since a kid I wanted to be a gangster. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. like, that would have been a mm-hmm. sufficient entry point into this world. Like, I didn't That's need where I to think see... That's should have started. Right, like, I didn't need to see the actual gangster violence like i'm not a fucking idiot i know what that means when he said he wants to be a gangster like i I get what what we're about to do a wise guy Um, a wise guy yeah um that was the original name of the movie by the way it's the name of the book that it was based on well also this movie was wise guys i don't know why the name wise guy just seems so lame (laughs) because <laughs> it's said always like what are you a wise guy that's like the only way that we've ever heard it so then to be like uh, wise guy wise guy yeah 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 jeez don't be a wise yeah. guy but also like wise guys are wise so we should listen to them okay <laughs> what was I looking up Everybody also is their actual name. Everyone is so uh, actually like a criminal. That scene in the in the wedding. We're all like Frank. Uh, with, 
<laughs> Lorraine Bracco's <laughs> voiceover. And she's like, and I feel like they're all named like Paul or like Mar- Peter. Peter. Married to a Marie. <laughs> and they're all married to and a Marie. And their kids were Marie. <laughs> That was funny. It was so funny. <laughs> it's shit like that that make these movies delightful to my dad, who loves mob movies, but, like, hates violence. Yeah. But I think he loves weird jokes like that, where the joke is like, everyone's got the same name, because they're all the same family. Aww. And he's just like, he just chuckles and is delighted. And then it's like, man, they're just so violent when they like brutally <laughs> bury somebody. Yeah. I, how would Why do they have to be handled... this way? I will say... Does he find equal delight in peach jokes? No. <laughs> did you? Did he ever <laughs> respond? Uh, not or, really. Was it just kind of like a, the first time he said something after you said that was like definitively changing the topic? <laughs> we we just, uh, I had posted a different meme that my mom was like, I don't understand the one with the count, and I was like, oh, it's about because. Whatever that was a different meme, but yeah. uh, I explained that one, one to her. His head is in front of the O. No. Oh. Oh, but that one's pretty good. That one's just the word count. This was count from Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Oh. I think you sent that one to us. Count yeah. Dracula, I think is what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. we're even now. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty good invitation, though. <laughs> I feel like insulted and also like seen and validated. <laughs> um, I will say to the uh, opening sequence that we were talking about a little bit ago, I do think. I think it was so when 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 we talked a little bit about this before but when you I'm just I'm very over like the trope of like starting a movie and then like oh okay now we're going to go back and see where we got there or see how we got yeah. to this point. I did like that this one like it was weird that like it it did that and then cut you to a point like not that far into the movie. Like I thought that was kind of fun. And I also Mm -hmm. thought it was fun that, like, it was heavily implied in the intro that they were going to bury this dude out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, But I thought it was fun that we got to revisit that in the way that we did when they're like, oh, yeah, somebody bought up that land and they're going to do some condos. So we got to get that shit out of there. (laughs) I was like, that's so disgusting, but also like a pretty fun, like, again, you could have done that without the the opening thing. But I thought, like, that was a fun way to revisit that. Because usually it's just like, you you like it starts where it is, and then you go back, and then you get to where you are, and then the movie's almost over, and you don't like you're mm-hmm. just like okay whatever, um, you don't really like get to revisit that. You're just like okay, I'm literally watching the same scene I've already seen again, which we did do, yeah. but I thought it was fun. It is, it is an important death too, an yeah. important murder. Mm-hmm. So there's some validity in showing it multiple times to really hammer it home that like this shouldn't be happening. Yeah, this is a, a bad kill. <laughs> a all bad wax. All, all the other yeah, bad wax. wax are are good wax. They're okay, wax. Yeah, they're good wax. They're good fellas. They do good wax. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny that like the they take all the they, like lift all the fir- the man. What am I even saying? They, like, steal all the stuff off trucks. They lift all those 
uh, cigarettes. And it made me think of how the modern day version of that in the early 2000s was Fast and the Furious, where they steal DVD players. (laughs) They're like big haul is DVD players from a truck that they have to steal at high speeds. When in this movie, there's like cigarettes and like booze and like good stuff that people actually give a shit about. And they're just like having it delivered at the front door and moved out the back. And in Fast and the Furious, they have to go under the truck. Uh, I thought it was funny. All for DVD players. You know so much about it. I don't think I've ever retained a plot from those movies. The first one only because they're so... I the last one. Because I remember being like, this is like kind of a clever plot for the Fast and the Furious. Taint never seen to... The one with Charlize? Yeah. And they do, like, control of all the cars. Yeah, and they, like, like hijack it. It's more like cybercrime. Yeah, they hijack a submarine, and then some cars are driving on ice. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're trying to get to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, well, because I guess when the movie takes place, the the first segment of the movie is in, like, the 50s. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, I think, yeah. Um, also, yeah, so speaking guess, like, of funny, packs of cigarettes and stuff like makes, I like right. that makes sense in the 1955 version. In the same way yeah. that like a 2001 version, like I mean, Blu-ray player yeah. or DVD players were like, I, they're, they're not as noteworthy as cigarettes have ever been, but it at least but like just makes like, sense. It's super so silly. unsexy. Oh yeah, so on and so like. Who are you selling these to? I like people that people really want to watch ones. movies. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like cigarettes is like uh, already like tobacco and firearms are always looped together. Well, yeah. So it's, it's always like, like ooh. Well, you like you buy a pack of cigarettes and you will need to you know depending on how much you smoke you will need to buy another one. Right. In fairly short order, <laughs> but like. And you've got to be eighteen to do it. Presumably, whatever age when you. You know, even in 2000 or 2001, <laughs> you probably didn't need more than, like, two, maybe three DVD players. Yeah. Maybe. I think in my hey, house, dumb. we had one for several years, and we eventually got a second yeah. one. And then, like, it got to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I had one in my bedroom. But, like, for the for the vast majority of the time, we had one DVD player, and it was on the good TV in the basement. And if you wanted to watch something upstairs, it was either cable or VCR. <laughs> so, yeah. like... Hey Dom, I just I broke I broke my DVD player again. I'm gonna need two more. Man, what are you doing with all these DVD players? Nah, I just need two more, man. Just give me the fucking DVD players. I'll give you anything. I always remember Your the body link, body movement completely changed to be Dom, and it was alarmingly accurate. <laughs> you just gotta you gotta be more. Uh, you gotta straighten your back out. And you gotta prove head. that no one's gonna push you around, cause you're family, <laughs> and family doesn't rat on family. Toretto, <laughs> no, <okay>. Dominic Toretto. <laughs> Tortellini. What? <laughs> the name's Dominic Tortellini. <laughs> like, okay, go away. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> Let me noodle on that for a minute. That's his catchphrase. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did you say? Let me noodle on that for a minute. (laughs) 
Uh, Lori okay. Leota laughing at the scene that's like famous from this movie, <laughs> yeah. where he's like, where Pesci's like, funny like a clown. How am I funny to you? Uh, but Leota's laughs are so unhinged it's, and so funny. That's when it's I intense. realized that he has a triangle mouth. Because I was like, why does his mouth look so weird? And then he's like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously I'd seen that, like, that before, because it's all, all over the mm-hmm. internet, but it's not any better in context. <laughs> like, it's just... It's like, so funny. It's funny, but it's also just like... It's, exhausting no, nobody laughs like this what's happening <laughs> he gets a big kick out of it also my favorite ray liotta role is from just shoot me where he played ray liotta who was obsessed with christmas and it was one of the funniest episodes of just shoot me that's all just a, a hot take on ray liotta's best role as himself <laughs> in a nbc sitcom from what the else 90s. has he been on been in I mean, oh, he's in Place Beyond the Pines, actually. Oh, oh yeah. fuck, you're right. Love that movie. Fuck Colin you. does, too. Fuck you. <laughs> I also have a list of people that I just wrote their names down because I was like, oh, I didn't know they were in this movie. Sam Jackson? Sam Jackson. That what a, a surprise. That was a fun one. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, your picks up, have been... Dude? And then... Bye, Stacks. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Stacks. <laughs> Your your picks have been back to back Sam Jackson movies. Oh yeah, look at me go. It was definitely look intentional. Look at you go. Yeah. Are you gonna do X or is he X Men or Avengers? Avengers. Yeah, for my next pick. I don't pick, know comics. Uh, for, for my next pick of the film festival, we're watching all twenty two Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe movies. God. Even I don't want that. We're only going to do one podcast about it, though. So oh, Just no. watch them all. We'll just record for, I like, seven hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, guys, you remember that part in this one? You're like, no. I, 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 I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I totally do. That was wild. Yeah, that part was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then only reference the things that I remember from the first time I watched those movies. <laughs> Uh, also Debbie Mazar. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, Who is she? She plays his like third his, girlfriend, second girlfriend. I think it's his second girlfriend. Sandy he, like, marries Lorraine Bracco's character, and then he has the one girlfriend that he buys the apartment for. Mm-hmm. And then his second girlfriend is Sandy, who's she's the one who like helps him with his coke world. Um, oh yeah, his like coke industry. Yeah, and she, she was in Entourage, in Entourage, and she's in what? What children's movie is she the villain in? Oh fuck! Uh, I'm gonna look it up because I is it a, one with a dog? Is she the villain in Beethoven? Yes, 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 yes. Fuck yeah! I love Beethoven. I was like, she's definitely. I the only thing that was coming to mind was uh, the live action 101 Dalmatians, but I was like, no, that's definitely Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. Um. I used to quote that movie all the time. Oh, 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close? Yeah. Interesting. That's my a Disney sibling. movie, you know. I, have, I know, uh... but my siblings and I would walk around going, where are they? Where are they? <laughs> 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 and then someone would go, what, Corella, what? And she goes, the puppies, of course, the puppies. <laughs> it's the only thing I remember from that movie. <laughs> so, quick update for you, Matt. Uh, yeah. She 
is in Beethoven's second. Damn. Not Beethoven OG. Beethoven. <laughs> Beethoven's first. I was like, that's not what that movie's called. <laughs> they should have, though. Like, they should have. Or just like it retroactively been like, <laughs> I know that movie came out two years ago, but it's called Beethoven's first now. Yeah. Uh, is the one where is is the the last of the series Beethoven Requiem? <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's I Mozart. Never mind. Holy shit! So here's the uh, the Beethoven's first movie has a pretty deep bench. So we've got Charles Grodin, Bonnie Hunt, of course, uh-huh. right? Classics. Oliver Platt, definitely yeah. don't remember that. Stanley He's Tucci, <gasps> David Duchovny, Patricia Heaton. Joseph Gordon Levitt, this movie is so weirdly stacked. I gotta fucking watch Beethoven again, I guess. Sorry, Beethoven. That movie that launched a thousand careers. (laughs) Beethoven's first. Uh, There's Beethoven, Beethoven's second, Beethoven's third, Beethoven's fourth, Beethoven's fifth, Beethoven's big break, Beethoven's Christmas adventure, and (laughs) Beethoven's Beethoven's treasure. Requiem. Beethoven's Treasure tr- Treasure Tale T A I L uh, oh was the last one uh, and it's came out in bejeweled. 2014. It so. really is that those Bill. movies. <laughs> Beethoven's Treasure Tale is a bejeweled tale, and then the next one is Beethoven's Requiem because he dies of lead poisoning from bejewels. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Beethoven we should have put all those jewels on being him. a like fine enough children's movie to just being a straight up slasher with a ghost dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ghost dogs actually uh, spin off of the Beethoven movies. And then you have Ghost Dog One, Ghost Dog Two. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. And then, ghost Dog. And then Ghost Dog Way of the Fist or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and eventually we'll get back to Beethoven versus Ghost Dog. Right. Mm. Which is the beginning of the Ghost Dog Beethoven cinematic universe. <laughs> that includes Air Bud. And Space Buddies. Yeah. And Snow Dog. And, and in the most recent one, Skip from the movie My Dog Skip. <laughs> Where, remember at the end Remember at the end when the warehouse door opens and all you see is the silhouette and they're like, who the fuck are you? And then Skip walks into the light and he's like, I'm your new fucking alpha, bitch. <laughs> that one's such a good one. Isn't Skip like a Jack Russell? <laughs> Just yeah. like a tiny little dog. I'm yeah. your new no, alpha, like bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his wife is played by uh, the dog from Frasier. Eddie. Good oh Christ. Yeah. Does, and then they Marley hack into submarines. and I was going to say, I think Marley is its own yeah. thing. Uh, well, they think Marley gets killed on a job in the fourth one, but then they find out that Marley's alive with amnesia, uh, mm. and Marley's, Marley's uh, yeah, working for the enemy. They find or that out in the sixth one. perhaps they get a red, a red yeah. witch and resurrect Marley back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Clifford's the red witch, right? Oh, uh, yeah, there <laughs> it's perfect. Just yeah, like that's that's one big dog. Normal, that's what they say. say Normal sized dogs, and then one gigantic red one. You're like, Wait, Who I just eats them in one gulp? 
Yeah. Uh, and this is before they started blending the MVP most valuable primate movies in oh uh, when it was just dogs. And it was so much easier when it was just dogs. <clears throat> anyway, okay, back to Goodfellas. <laughs> uh, Ray Liotta was in Marriage Story. He was really good in Marriage Story. Oh, yeah, he's Marriage the Story. lawyer. Oh. He's uh, Adam Driver's lawyer. He's oh, reverse yeah. Lord, Laura Dern. I'm sorry, Lorna Dune. He Fuck plays you. Boy. <laughs> His ro- his role's name in uh, Marriage Story is Boy Lorna Dune. That's his character's name. First name Boy, last name Lorna Dune. It's how you Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh uh, God! Fuck both of you. Uh, also, Michael Imperioli yeah. as Spider. Love Michael Imperioli, and he's the little spider guy who gets uh, riddled with in? bullets. Uh, he's in The Sopranos. Mm. He's in Five People You Meet in Heaven. He's in <laughs> other seen, movies. He's, he's in I, The Sopranos again. <laughs> he sticks around in The Sopranos for a while. <laughs> he was in something recently that he's... He's in one of those like Spotlight movies, I feel like. Where it was like... Spotlight? Journal, yeah, maybe it's Spotlight. Uh, uh, but he, he's so young in this. He voiced Frankie in Shark Tale. Is that what you were looking oh, for? Oh, of course. Yes, that's that's what I know him best from. Just like Scorsese's best known for Silence. Michael Imperioli is best known for Shark Tale. Voiceover. Yeah. Oh, Michael Imperioli is going to be in uh, One Night in Miami, the Regina King's directorial debut. Ooh. That's supposedly, like, really, really, really good. When's it Ooh. come out? Ooh. I mean, who can say? Supposedly Christmas, my, but my my sweet eyes on this little hot treasure. I don't know because I think I gotta look into it. I think it's a oh, it's an Amazon one. <gasps> oh, so maybe sooner so than we thought. So it's gonna be theatrical on Christmas Day, <laughs> lol. Um, Walls, and then it'll be on Prime Video on January fifteenth. So. Well, guess we're excited about that then. God, it's supposed to be so good. I'm I'm ready for it. And also, um, like Regina, Regina King uh, is. I'm so sorry. I just burped. I'm so sorry, everybody. I forgot. <laughs> Why did you forget? You know, because we, we haven't talked about this. <laughs> I was gonna say, we just, this is just fully yeah. derailed into the three of us just having like a catch-up Zoom call that we yeah. happen to be recording. <laughs> Anyone who came here for like us to gush about Goodfellas, <laughs> sorry. What we're... the fuck? <laughs> when want... do they talk about it? I want my money back, damn it. <laughs> I was just thinking about how we went on like a ten minute bit about spot. <laughs> 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 Unrelated in time because of Debbie Mazar, our the thing we moved to Regina King. Yeah, so far we've been watching. I didn't put Kevin Uh, Kevin Corrigan is in this movie too. I wrote him down because I know him best from (laughs) Grounded for Life, which I used to watch uh, the Uh sitcom Grounded for Life. I know him best from Pineapple Express. He's in a bunch of shit. He's in so much shit. A lot of shit. (laughs) Yeah, and he really doesn't have any lines until the very end of the movie. Uh, but he's in a couple shots earlier, and I was like, "Oh, it's Kevin Corrigan," but they don't use him until. I later. definitely missed him earlier. 
But then when he popped yeah. up, like, at the end, I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. Um, I think he's at the wedding, and I think that's the first time I saw him, or something like that. Uh, Isaiah Whitlock is in this one. Um, Matt, you definitely don't know, because you didn't make it far enough. Tierney, I think you maybe made it far enough. Um, the Wire? Yeah, he's in The Wire. He plays, uh, fuck, what's his character's name? Um... He's the doctor, right? Well, he's the doctor in Goodfellas. He's a, I think yeah. he's a senator, um, in the in the Wire. But he's known for saying "she" in the Wire, and it's awesome. He did not say that in this movie, and I was like, "God damn it!" But also, this movie <laughs> came out twenty years before the Wire did, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, I did notice him though. Uh, Vincent Gallo is apparently in this movie. Didn't recognize him. But Vincent Gallo, of uh, he directed some stuff and notably receives an on-screen blowjob from Chloe Savini in the movie Brown Bunny. Uh, it's shocking, but is, that's is him, that and he's in this. I mean, it's, yeah, that's it like the only notable. thing it's known like, for. It's like I, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, uh, and then Vincent Pastore. Yeah, what? I was just gonna say, did you guys know that? Uh, Robert De Niro's in this movie. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> Tierney looks like she's not very interested in these like weird deep cuts that we're making in the cast list. <laughs> but it's just so many people. Uh, but we could talk about De, De Niro. I wrote down little bit as a note because this movie, I think, is where that impression of De Niro going little bit, little bit, came from uh, when he's like trying to calm down the guy that Joe Pesci eventually kills. Uh, and the guy's like, I was just, I was just ribbing him. That wasn't a big deal. And he's like, you're being disrespectful. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. Man, this <laughs> a lot was... of his mannerisms. Yeah. A lot of De Niroisms yeah. are uh, very well seen in this movie. I thought, uh, so I, we, Matt and I talked a little bit about this before you got on, Tierney, but like, How Ray Liotta's fine in this movie. Well, look, I sent you the invite. It's not our fault that you. I was eating pizza and trying not to burn my mouth for once in my oh, did goddamn you? life. Did you successfully did. eat I the successfully pizza? I successfully ate the pizza. Good job. At so one point, it was very hot on my the inside of my lip, but I uh, did the. <laughs> and it cooled Match. down. Class, classic move that we're all familiar with. We've all been yeah. there. Hey. Hot, 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 hot. Uh. But you anyway, said Ray Liotta is fine in I, this movie. I think he's fine in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, like, a lot of the other Scorsese gangster movies have, like, a much stronger central performance. Um, and, like, I think uh, Robert De Niro is really good in this. Joe Pesci's really good. Lorraine Bracco, we already talked about how good she is. So, like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of really good performances on the periphery, but I think, like, the main performance is it's not bad but it's just definitely not nearly as strong whereas like i would so much rather watch leo in wolf of wall street or either um leo or matt damon in departed and like even robert de niro is really really good in the irishman which you guys probably never never will watch but you should because it's really i'll watch it eventually (laughs) my friend has been watching it yeah. Robert De Niro. In yeah. fact, this is the second pick you've had with Robert De Niro in the movie. Oh, in a row with Sam Jackson. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Shit. But like he was so great in Jackie Brown. Yeah, he's really good in Jackie Brown. 
uh, also Matt, really great in this. He's just so versatile. He's so versatile. <laughs> so truly versatile. <laughs> truly uh, a chameleon. Did you say that you were... Are we all going to go uh, probably contract a deadly virus so that we can go see The War with Grandpa? Robert De Niro's movie that's out in theaters uh, right now. <laughs> no? Just me? Uh, yeah, I've been waiting for it for as long as I've known about it, which is right now. Which just is now. literally... The moment Holy right now. Holy shit! The War with Grandpa is two and a half hours long. What the fuck are we doing? What is it? Is Sometimes, it a comedy? It's a family movie. <laughs> It's like a comedy family movie for two and a half hours. What are we doing? What's up, T? (laughs) Robert De Niro is a fantastic actor and can, like, really get into roles and give great performances. Sometimes it feels like he just wants a new car. Yep. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I'll just do this for... (laughs) for Late era De Niro. Absolutely. I think ever since Meet the Fockers, it's been paychecks every so often and you can tell yeah yeah and like he'll have he'll still have like a good one in him everyone's it's very similar i feel like to adam sandler's career trajectory i mean not like yeah i'm not saying that they're like equal quality but like every once in a while adam sandler will turn in a performance that you're like oh shit adam sandler can be a really good actor like uncut gems like punch drunk love but then you're also like, oh, I saw the ridiculous sixes on Netflix with a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes because he clearly just wanted a free vacation for his family and to hang out with some friends, you know, like which, again, he put in the work to get to a point where Netflix is basically giving him a blank check to do whatever the fuck he wants. More power to him. But I think it's like a similar thing that you're saying, Tierney, with Robert De Niro, where it's just like. You can be a really good actor, but it also seems like you mostly are just like, yeah, need to, like, I don't know, put in a new addition on the house. So I guess I'll I do kinda it. I kind of admire him for it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I oh, like... Oh, for sure. Hell yeah, He's get just it, like, dude. Yeah, I'll be a, a horny old grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like uh, De Niro, like... He must hold more guns than most old men hold guns in movies now. Like, some like actors... physically? Yeah, I feel like some actors only hold guns in movies, and, like, that's why they keep getting jobs that have people hold guns. And other people, when you think of actors, may have had no roles where they've held any guns. And I think that's a very important thing that we should talk about. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Journey, just the, like, just imagining wise, any of the people yeah. in the Expendables have held more guns. Mm, maybe that's probably Tom true. Cruise. I guess. I think in like yeah, like I mean like Sylvester Stallone. He's I in, guess like, a lot of actors hold Rainbow guns. Movies like fine, <laughs> but De Niro's always got a gun. He's always gonna kill somebody with a gun. You're not anyway. Wrong. Uh, suits in this movie were actually cut very well. Oh, what? <laughs> Al Pacino. They, I don't think movie, they were. So. No, 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 yeah. If Pacino was in this movie, we would have heard the whooshing of his pants whiffing against each other. But in this one, Paul Sorvino, when they like go to the uh, girlfriend's apartment and they're like, "Hey, you got to get back with your wife." Him and De Niro suits beautifully cut, beautifully tailored, mm. looking great. Especially Paul Sorvino who's a, a bigger guy, beautifully cut suit. Well, I thought it was so impressive. It looks like 
people who are in the mob and have the money and right. would have spent would have spent money to get a suit that fits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> like tailored. Yeah, not a not a dirty cop. Yeah. The thing that I found weird was like the the collars on the shirts. Yeah. Oh, I thought those were cool. Bring them back. Nope. Bring them back. They're so weird. I don't want it. (laughs) I hated it so much. They're like the perfect width for like a bolo tie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is I'm also not on bolo ties, so. (laughs) No, (laughs) neither am I. That's why I don't like them. (laughs) Yeah. I am usually uh, not great at big on those pointy, long, big collars. Uh, I'm always up for a yeah. They're really long, and they're, like, so close together that, like, you just see, like, a sliver of the tie under it, and then it just seems like the tie starts at the middle of their chest. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. It's so bizarre. I definitely did, did not care for it. Yeah. Like, you really don't see collars like that anymore, but I think they should think come back for, with thought. For I the think best they should... that we don't well, see I collars think... like that anymore. But what if it had a little design right on the edge of, like, a little black bar that was just on the edge so that it, like, kind of had its own thing going on? I'm all for using parts to make to make new things go on. Here's the thought. With them. Mm-hmm. What if it didn't? <laughs> well, that's a great point. Cosign. I cosign. <laughs> I rest my case. Oh. Oh, bye, Tierney. Yeah, Tierney's <laughs> now my, off the call. I dropped my iPad. Uh, that was how she oh, decided to leave Oh, it won't let me us. log in. What if... What if Suits didn't look like that, and then she mm-hmm. just drops the mic and leaves? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that cool. <laughs> <clears throat> um, here's some things that I thought were else? fun. Okay. I'm going to rattle through them. The introductions, which was like classic mob movie, but going around as each of them said something to the camera, like, I want to talk to that guy. Or like, yeah, I did the thing. Don't worry about it. Like, those are, I thought, very fun and uh, and just clever. It's like a fun way to introduce the language of the the people, show that they're all the same. They're all the same, like here to do favors for you but they're gonna need something else i want to just like quickly jump off on that because i think one of the things i really do like about this movie is like it yes it is two and a half hours long but it doesn't really feel like two and a half hours i mean to me like tyranny i think would disagree (laughs) but Mm -hmm. uh i feel like like it it moves really quickly and i feel like a lot of the stuff at the beginning Mm -hmm. is like almost like chaotic not necessarily like in a bad way, but this like they're just throwing so much shit at you, and you're like, I don't, I didn't catch to your, like the scene that you're talking about, Matt. I was like, I didn't catch seventy five percent of those characters' names. Like, is that a problem? And then it's just like, eh, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. But like, I like, and I think that this is one thing I noticed with the Irishman too, because weirdly, Irishman feels like three and a half hours when you're sitting in a mostly <laughs> uncomfortable movie theater seat. But like it, do- it 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 does move really quickly. Like I, I think Scorsese has a way of like making these like really long epics not feel 
like a really long epic. Like they're very, very yeah. quickly paced, and it's like you. And I think a lot of people were like, "Wolf of Wall Street's like that too." It didn't feel like three hours. It felt exactly. like a two-hour movie. And like a lot of people, especially with the Irishman, were just like, "Oh my god, that movie needed an editor." And I was like, "I think it had a great editor because, yeah, like I can't think of like maybe I could have trimmed like five to ten minutes off of that movie, but like everything that was in there felt like it needed to be in there, and it never felt like it dragged." Which I think is something that's very true of this movie as well, of, like, Goodfellas. That, like, yes, it is a two-and-a-half-hour commitment, but it never feels like it drags. It feels like you're really moving through this movie, like, at a good clip. Um, and I also really like that... Did you know that like said, his editor <clears throat> is a human? Yeah. Uh, Thelma Schoonmacher, I think her name yeah, is. Yeah, I think that's it. I was going to look it up to make sure <laughs> before I said it. But, yeah, yeah no. It's a human. Human. Uh, but I, I think one thing I really liked about this one is that it does start, like, it it starts with that kind of, like, chaos, and you're just kind of, like, trying to keep track of everything. and you're. But eventually it all kind of comes together, and it's, like, all of that stuff at the beginning maybe kind of felt superfluous, but then at the end you're like, oh, no, I did need all of that stuff. So, that like, the last, mm-hmm. like, 30 to 45 minutes of this movie are really solid like they really cook they're pretty tense in in moments like the whole sequence Mm -hmm. where he's like coked out of his mind and just like super paranoid like that whole stretch is like really tense the whole time um so like i think it's it's fun i think like this story in someone else's hands would just be a mess and i think that that's true of like a lot of scorsese movies and maybe that's why he just, like, keeps doing these, because he is, like, you know, one of the best at doing that thing, where it's just, like, I'm going to take this crazy thing and make it manageable, even if it does seem like it might be, like, absurdly long, like, I'm going to make it so that you're, like, along for the ride and you are enjoying it, you know? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the... A scene where they're like roughing up Maury, uh, and then Ray Liotta picks up the call. Uh, I I I wrote down a note that just is picking up the call, and I think it was that. But it's such a crazy moment of him choking Maury, of De Niro choking Maury and being like, "Where the fuck is the money?" And Ray Liotta just being like, "What? Where are you? What happened?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I also wrote down a later note, unrelated. Uh, that when they're talking about that painting with the two dogs and the guy. And he's like, I like it because the one dog's face in that direction, and the other dog's face in the other direction, and this guy's just like, what the hell do you want from me? <laughs> and I thought that was a very funny moment. And then they're like, hey, it looks a lot like the guy, you know, the one guy. And he's like, hey, it does look like the guy. And it's the guy that's just killed. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> all the while they're discussing this, like, painting that his mother did. They literally just have a dead guy in their trunk. And they were trying to sneak into her house to get a shovel, and they ended up just, like, having dinner and, like, critiquing <laughs> art for a while. <laughs> so silly. <Yeah. laughs> um, uh, they're also racists uh, yeah. when they're at that one club. That was an awful scene, uh, and they're just... Pesci especially as this character. But, like, that group was... Uh, it was a rough scene uh, yeah. when they're at the lounge together. Also... Um, also, yeah. when they're talking about the trucking business, too, was also bad. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much all, they're all bad. I mean, they're all bad people. 
Yeah. Right. And that's, I and, think, how the mob Tommy acted. is Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, but Donald Trump is definitely not racist. He's never been racist. He's the least Stop. racist person in the room at that one debate that one time. So, yeah. so I mean, the parallels have to stop somewhere, and I guess that racism is worth <laughs> Right. Ugh. Uh, um, <laughs> another cool thing that I wrote down uh, was that hidden entertainment system area. Uh, that's behind the walls where the they're like, and then it opens with a remote and like the rock wall slides away. I was like, it looks tacky, but that's actually kind of cool <laughs> to like have a wall that like a secret uh, area. I always think is neat. The decors in all of the houses were so like the production design on this movie. was incredible because yeah. like they were overwhelming. It was but it, like I was like, this feels like this just over the top gaudy we have money we're gonna spend it on these like really dumb things like when she's giving people the tour of, gaudy like, the, like the that house. movie with john travolta, with john travolta. <laughs> yeah that mob movie <laughs> gaudy but no i was like i was like oh yeah like here's another trump comparison because like oh, i just, forgot like, about his house the trump house is just it's fucking gross like it looks so tacky but in this movie like they're all like every single house is like the tackiest um, so like it's fun. Also, it's super nineties, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Like when she's like, "All right, keep an eye on the wall with the rocks," and she like the fucking remote is just so big, and it has like two buttons on. It. <laughs> oh, good shit. Yeah, the eighties really brought so much just tackiness. Yeah, uh, it's a lot. Uh. I laughed very hard when De Niro wakes up the cops that are tailing him. Mm. I thought that was very, very funny. Yeah. He's like, ah, look at these fucking guys. And they, like, wake up, like, startled, like, oh, my God. And he's just <laughs> like, let's go for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> like, he laughs. all night. Yeah. <laughs> I found that very funny. Um, yeah, I'm just really rattling these off, because I don't have much more to say than just to mention them. Uh, Lois, the woman with like the baby oh yeah uh, bag that's like helping the pittsburgh connection uh is the played by Wel- welker yeah the babysitter is played by welker white uh i don't know anything else much she's been in but i thought she was very funny in this yeah. <laughs> i thought that character was really funny when she's like oh I, whatever and he's like come on don't fucking treat it like this like <laughs> this is important um and was she undercover do we think or no she was just she was just calling in there bugging the phones. Yeah. And then she she's like, but I can't travel without my hat. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, that was hat. like a ruse. Uh, but it wasn't. Oh. Uh, oh, speaking of the decor, the bedroom wallpaper was in uh, when he's finding out that she flushed the cocaine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When it's like circles, but also zigzags. Yeah. <laughs> and the zigzags are like pink and green but very pale and gray and it's like what is happening with this wallpaper like what is the idea of it is it supposed to be both it was just awful that was maybe the most egregious crime in the entire movie was that (laughs) wallpaper (laughs) Uh, the the movie starts with a pretty gruesome (laughs) death and Matt's like that fucking wallpaper, though. Yeah. That's a crime. <laughs> That's Put them away. That is a crime against humanity. 
Uh, and oh, then shit. what? Uh, Welker White is in The Irishman. Whoa! Really, the same movie. It's all the same. It's all movie. the same movie. She's same also cast. in Cedar Rapids, which oh, uh, also has Isaiah Whitlock in it. It's all. It's all the same movie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cedar Rapids and Goodfellas, basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think in, uh, in Cedar Rapids, he references The Wire. Right? He does absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, he's like, that's my wire impression. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought the bronchial thing was very funny when they're in the witness protection, and he's like, no, we're cold. And they're like, you don't have control over that. And they're like, he's bronchial. I'm bronchial. <laughs> Whatever bronchial means. They're just like, bronchial, he's bronchial. Uh, oh, and then I'll leave on uh, what I thought was a dumb thing. Uh was the final shot of Joe Pesci shooting a gun. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Just end the movie before this. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot it? about that. The ghost of Joe dumb. Pesci. <laughs> Firing yeah. his gun all over the place. <laughs> Blowing yeah. his load. His ghost load. <laughs> Firing a few oh. ghost rounds. Goodness. Uh, that's all I've got written down on Goodfellas, though. We did it, guys. See, it wasn't that bad. I'm no, so I'm glad we I watched mostly it. Mostly didn't talk about yeah. the movie. <laughs> what is the, what is there to talk about? Mobsters doing bad shit. Who cares? There's a lot of like good atmosphere building, but like it's all been done before, and it's all been done after. It's like everything's <laughs> by just... the same people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, um, tattoo ideas. <laughs> Joe Bashy blowing his ghost load. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, uh, the wall, the the TV wall would be fun because it's just a bunch of jewels. The, I thought you were gonna say the wallpaper. Oh yeah, the wallpaper on your back. <laughs> oh my god! You know how you have that uh, shining carpet mm-hmm. scarf. I want to yeah. try and get you a, a scarf of the wallpaper from the, the It would be impossible. It, it's like a it's like a, a logical or like what do they call it like an, an MC optical, Escher thing? Yeah, an optical illusion, like impossible like triangles or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're like, how the fuck do we get the circles on this now? How is how are we doing both? What the fuck is this? <laughs> God. Um, I was um, also thinking maybe just like on my chest get like the outline mm-hmm. of those really obnoxious collars just so that i always yeah. have that just fucking hideous collar very cute I like you could get young ray liotta the actor who played young ray liotta his like little tiny mustache <laughs> tattooed on your face <laughs> you know what actually it would be like really uh a tattoo that i feel like somebody would get on your knuckles uh, just get the letters uh, for made man, but at the end of man, it's an exclamation point on your pinky. So it's like, I'm a made man. That means I'm protected. I'm a tough guy. Uh, that was wise guy. Wise really guy. wise guy. Wise guy on your knuckles. With uh, an exclamation point again. Or like good fella, but then wait until they've gotten all of them, and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't have any room for the A. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, good Good fell. Uh, it was fun when Joe Pesci realized uh, what was about to happen to him. Like, I thought that sequence was really 
like fun and also funny because <laughs> he's yeah. just like oh no but he doesn't even finish his sentence before just getting literally shot in the face <laughs> yeah it's brutal. also cathartic <laughs> for the viewer yeah fucking dummy i do love that paul sorvino like hints that that's going to be the downfall where he's like don't get into drugs man and also don't hang out with those two dweebuses yeah and then like the next move is like hey you all want to sell drugs together yeah. <laughs> it's like well, this is gonna go badly <laughs> paul Sor- always listen to paul sorvino <laughs> um yeah i don't know nothing jumped out is like a good tattoo no nah. Just the word Goodfellas on your chest. <laughs> this is a movie I like. I, I mean, do. I, this is it. a movie. You could get, you could get a, a outline of, of underwear with a gun stuffed in it. <laughs> Why? Because Karen stuffs her gun in her underwear. That's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so that was so it's funny. so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I would never let a gun that close to my to my base. <laughs> it's probably filthy. <laughs> oh yeah, I laughed really hard when she did because, like, I mean, where else was she gonna put it? But also, it just looked so silly. <laughs> it's probably so cold. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, probably. It also probably still has that dude's blood on it from... Gross. Whenever. Also, like, what if it was loaded and she just, like, shot herself? And it, it's less of a problem for her than it would be for a dude, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, and how if it went up? That's how bullets go. Um, <laughs> some logistical questions for you. It would bounce we'll off take, the we'll underwear and go up. Here, I think. <laughs> go on to the next section i'm sleepy (laughs) (laughs) um would you guys hang out on this film set maybe i think i probably would yeah i mean it seems like it would be fun to like be around all these guys but i also feel like i would get tense because of how they act yeah and so i think i might be too uncomfortable so i'm actually gonna say no i'm sure it would be nice i think i probably i think i'd get annoyed yeah I don't want Pesci being like, "What are you? What are you looking at? What are you looking at me for? Get the fuck out of here!" Like, I think I'd be very scared of all of them. I would just be very mad at all of them. <laughs> uh, would you guys watch this movie on an airplane? No. No, I don't no want to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you! I'm picking this movie for every single film no. fest we ever do, regardless Why of theme. Do that? <laughs> Uh, I probably would. There's not, I mean, like, it's, it's violent, but it's not that bad. I mean, there's worse shit on, like, fucking Walking Dead. Yeah, I just don't care enough to... To watch it. <laughs> this is not gonna be what pulls my attention on an airline. Well, that's not like, the spirit of the question. Unless you're trying to go to sleep. <laughs> it kind of is, though. Like, what do I want to invest in when it's like, there's nothing else to do, so okay. I might okay. as well do that's, this. I thought you meant you're just like I, like, I thought you were interpreting it the way Tierney is, which is like, I never want to watch this movie again, period. I was like, that's no, no, not no. the spirit of the question. <laughs> right, no. I just don't think this is gonna be what, like, keeps me from playing a game on my phone. Sure. So then I'll be like, what's the point of this? Or, like, if um, the plane were to crash, I wouldn't want, like, the last hours of my life to be spent watching Goodfellas. Yeah. It seems fair. 
Um, It'd be like Moana. <laughs> yeah, Moana. Exactly. Lackluster, you guys, but it's because oh, yeah. I didn't want to yell it. It's nine thirty at night. Yeah. Also, Tierney's sideways already, so give it's her a, a break. It's a Friday already. night, Tierney. <laughs> it's been a week for a while. Uh, okay, so we'll burn through the Academy Awards stuff real quick. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Editing, Best Adapted Good Screenplay, editing. Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress uh, for Joe Pesci and Lorraine Bracco, respectively. Um, sure. I guess he isn't normally like that. Joe that Pesci, voice? Joe Pesci won. Wow. For this. Yeah. He really, I think he did kind of define that type of mobster. I yeah. think so too, yeah. Uh, that voice is so, I mean, like him being like, what do you think? I'm funny, funny, like a clown? Like, that's what you hear when you think of like these kind of like dangerous on the edge at any moment could kill you yeah. mob guys. Um, so he deserved it, sure. I feel like this is did like one. Did Thelma of... win? She did not win, which I think is cool. She didn't. I feel like she'd never win. Yeah. Um, who did win? Oh, this was the year Dances with Wolves was just like the thing. Oh. Um, classic indie or classic Oscar bait. Term. Yeah. Because I was gonna say, like, I feel like this is one of the ones where, because like obviously, like, Scorsese finally won all of his shit for Departed and everybody's like oh he should have won for this that or the other I feel like Goodfellas is usually one of the ones that gets pulled up in he that got call. a standing mm-hmm. ovation when he won Best Director cause yeah. everyone was like yeah he should have won several times over yeah, yeah he's a good yeah. fucking director what, what took us so goddamn long Yeah, he's a good fella oh. Scott. <laughs> mm. um, so here's what <laughs> it was nominated for Best picture that year, Dances with Wolves won, Awakenings, Ghosts, Godfather Part 3, and Goodfellas. I've not seen probably like too many mob movies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I thought all the other Godfathers besides one were terrible. One and two are generally considered like masterpieces, and three is. Depending on who you ask, and the three is just the best picture. (laughs) Well, some people like legitimately think three sucks. But also, like, it still got nominated for Best Picture. I haven't seen it, so I, I don't have a dog in that fight, but I don't know. That was back when Al Pacino's suits fit him, before he got hit by the shrink ray going. <laughs> the shrink ray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Al Pacino was nominated for Best Supporting Actor that year, lost to Joe Pesci. Huh? Oh, do they have a picture oh. of him at the Oscars? I'm going to look it up. Hold on. What, did he, what was Al Pacino in that movie that year? Uh, the Dick Godfather? Tracy. Oh. Dick Tracy? He got a nomination for fucking Dick Tracy? Yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Uh, Robert what De Niro got this? nominated for Best Actor, but not for Goodfellas. He's in Awakenings. This was, oh. uh, this, this was the 63rd Academy Awards, if you're just Googling. What? So that's 1990? Uh, the ceremony took place in 1991. The movies were 1990. I don't know which which one Google will get for you. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, Thelma probably should have won. I haven't seen Dances with Wolves. Is Dances with Wolves good? Uh, his, his uh, it's, fi- it's slow. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, Tierney. 
At one back point, his suits fit him. Back in 1991. <laughs> we need to locate when he was struck by <laughs> the low-grade shrinkery gun. Oh. <laughs> Literally, they jumped to a picture of him as, like, an older guy, and he just is tiny in his clothes. Classic. Um, anything else on Goodfellas? Seems like we can wrap no. it up there. It's guys? fine. It's a good movie. It's but a good like, movie. I, it is yeah. a good movie. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I'll probably watch it again someday. But I sure. I don't think it's like. I don't. I don't get the the love fest for it. But yeah, this is no. There will be blood. That's for sure. Oh, that's for mm. damn sure. Um, what have you guys been up to this week? Nothing. I'll go because it was all rewatches. <gasps> okay. How dare you? Hit or, us with I guess repeats. not. All. I watched V for Vendetta yesterday because it was the 5th of the November, obviously. And uh, honestly, hit real close to home. I was going to say, I, I specifically decided not to watch it this year for that exact mm-hmm. reason because I was just like, I fucking can't. <laughs> more than ever. More than any other year. Because now there's a pandemic and seeing headlines in these yep. newspapers declaring 80,000 dead and being like, huh, 80,000. That is a low number for what we're actually experiencing now, which is a true nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so that was weird. Uh, but also it was, like, cathartic to to feel like they win at the end of that movie, and it seems like we're going to win this election. So God. that was nice. Uh, I rewatched Easy A, so uh, which we've discussed has the best set of parents in any movie ever <laughs> period uh, full stop <laughs> yeah tucci clarkson combo want a movie of just them uh, i want them i love my mother and father but i want stanley tucci and patricia clarkson it, the, the characters in that movie to be yes. my parents <laughs> like 100 yes. they're so cool 100 percent gold theaters it's re- I think it holds I it's probably oh, yeah. been like two or three years since I watched it so it's not super recent but the last time I did watch it I was like oh this holds up really well it's jokes are very funny and not uh, predictable or cheesy they're yeah. always like odd and the joke that they're telling you're like I don't know why this is funny it's just so funny uh, and Emma Stone is at her best and most charming she's so good in that uh, there there's a, a podcast I listen to occasionally called The Rewatchables on uh, Ringer, and they just do podcasts about, like, movies that you rewatch a bunch. And they did one for Easy A, and I think it was Amanda Dobbins was like, I'm not joking. She should have been nominated for an Oscar for this movie. <laughs> like, that sounds like an insane thing to say, but I feel it in my bones that it's true. And I was like... I remember her being really yeah, good in it. she's so good in that movie. She's like, I think she's better than La La Land. Yeah. I think she more fun in this yeah and like just like it's because i mean she was in super bad a few years earlier but that was like really the first like big thing that she was in mm-hmm. and her comedic timing is incredible considering she was Brilliant. probably like 21 maybe 22 when she made that movie like she's yeah. so good in that oh god bless maybe i'll watch that movie again soon yeah um i finished we are who we are the Luca Guadagnino HBO show. How was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I felt 
I enjoyed while I was watching it. I like didn't dislike the experience. I have no idea what it all built to. I would watch like the after episode like breakdowns of the episode and would sometimes be like, is that what I was supposed to take away from that? A lot. Uh, and I just don't know what it's saying. I think it's a, mostly just about youth and about how anything is possible when you're young. Uh, but also, the uh, everyone's kind of unlikable in uh, in ways that are unique to the show, where you're just like, I don't really like you, but all of them, unlike any of you. So I don't know. I think there's going to be a second season, maybe. Yeah, that they're talking about it, but um, the few I didn't watch any of it, but the a couple of TV critics I follow seem to either. Like, their reviews of the finale made it sound like either... I didn't read the reviews, but, like, their tweets and mm-hmm. their headlines made it sound like either they really liked the season or they really liked the finale. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I didn't read any further because I didn't watch it, so I don't know, but... Yeah, it's just... A, it's a very honest show. It, like, really feels real. But, in some degrees, that doesn't help it have any sort of larger purpose it feels like you're like yeah i guess all these things happen but i don't know why and then i read a little more of the book future of humanity uh which is about space and i thought it was cool and then an article about mining asteroids came out this week and i was like oh shit i just read a chapter about that True. so that was fun True. uh and that's all i've been doing really i've probably done other stuff but i just forget who cares who fucking cares tyranny uh just been reading and that's it anything good uh, i'm still reading stand from the beginning it's a long book oh, yeah but it's that good book is a tome still still uh still still think it's a very well written book would recommend i normally I, don't was... like history books but this one is like engaging which i think like takes skill to be able to to make history books engaging <laughs> yeah uh i think i texted you i saw it at uh costco costco <laughs> i was like feels weird to buy this book at costco <laughs> like i feel like i should probably go to like an independent bookstore for this one <laughs> like make sure that like all of my <laughs> or money for goes all to... the books that you can you know well yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean like <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not that i'm buying james patterson novels anymore but like mm. if i were if i were to buy a james okay, patterson yeah. book like i wouldn't feel bad buying that at costco like he's fine yeah. he doesn't need he doesn't need my money so yeah but like this one definitely felt like something that i should probably like invest in at, a, at like an price. bookstore yeah what um, have you been up to so last weekend i went really hard on <clears throat> horror movies um because it was Halloween on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched, oh, yeah. I watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is super fucked up. Uh, I'm so scared of that scarier. movie. Honestly, I, so I, I, I've seen the remake. I saw the remake when I was in high school, and I've seen it several times since then. I, I like the remake. Um, I think the remake is scarier than the original, um, but I think the original is, like, way more disturbing like there's some really fucked up shit in this one that's like mm. deeply upsetting which is the type of horror that i'm into so i was like hell yeah this rules um 
but yeah, that movie is fucked. So would recommend if that's the type of thing that you're into. Also, it's super short. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. It's like very quick, um, which I think is good. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also watched The Exorcist, which I had never seen before. Oh, really? And thought it was pretty boring and yeah. not uh-huh. scary. <laughs> it, thousand percent. I think that movie is so fucking boring. Like, it was fun. Uh, so a really good friend of mine from high school went to Georgetown. And in calendar year 2009, I spent more time in D.C. than I spent in like in my hometown like because all of my breaks i just went to go visit him and hang out in dc and mostly spend time in georgetown it's like it was cool like oh yeah like i've been to that place or oh yeah that thing's fun and i texted uh joel um friend of the pob joel uh Mm -hmm. because we met up there for fourth of july in georgetown one year or in 2009 and i was like this movie is equally making me want to go back to georgetown immediately and never want to go back to georgetown again <laughs> um but yeah it's fine uh and watch i rewatched the final girls uh that movie's super fun and also also really no. really heavily leans into the song betty davis mm. eyes which is admittedly not a good song but also Matt hates it, so I love it. <laughs> I think it's a trash song. <laughs> it's a, I think it grates on the ears. It's a perfectly it fine, like, 80s song. Like, it's not One a good time. song, but it's, like, perfectly fine. And I love playing it and or sending it to Matt just <sighs> out of context. Just, like, just randomly. It's just, hey, it's been a while. Here this thing is that I know you love. And then he just gets angry. <laughs> and it, it, it gives me endless joy. <laughs> One time I photoshopped Steve Buscemi's eyes on Betty Davis. Oh. Because <laughs> I don't like that song either. Uh, I think the part, I, the part I really hate is when she goes, and she'll hold you. Yeah. That part is just bad singing. It's just bad singing. It doesn't sound good. It's not nice. It's not rock star. It's just like, and she knows just like it's yeah. all trying to hit notes and like tr- figuring out how to get there and not getting there at all. I hate that song. Um, you should watch also, that movie. It's a fun like I know. It's fine. a fun like spoof on slasher movies. And also I feel like didn't you say that your uh, director when you were doing tree- Camp Treetop like recommended that movie to you guys? Yeah. <laughs> or no, it was it was, was around the same Edmund? time no, Edmund was the director for Camp Treetop. Uh, Kevin Mullaney was the director of the movie form of the improv show that we did. And around Halloween, we did a horror movie, movie, improv show. And he was oh, like, let's g- play with the convention. <laughs> of, uh. It was fun. It was actually a fun show, but he recommended that because it plays with tropes and stuff like that. And yeah, so it's fun. I, think, I don't think you'd love it, but I do think you would, you would find it enjoyable. Um, tyranny, your mileage may vary. So I don't know if I necessarily can recommend it to you. But uh, And then the yeah. last thing I watched this weekend was Hubie Halloween. Oh, which boy. is not as bad as I was expecting it to be. It's not good. It is not a good movie. Right. right. Uh, but it's not nearly as bad as I was expecting. There were a few moments that, like, I actually, like, had, like, an out loud, like, belly laugh to, which was, like, very not expected. <laughs> um... I feel like it, it. It's like 
it's good enough that like next October, if you're just looking for like a pretty low key Halloween movie that you can just kind of have on in the background, like it's it fits that bill pretty perfectly. But then I don't think I did anything this weekend other than that. And then this whole week has just been spent on Twitter or MSNBC because I am a yeah. psycho. <laughs> I, I have I clearly have a problem and I just I can't not watch even though nothing's happening. But mm-hmm. God bless our boy Steve Kornacki, just fucking crushing it on the big board. Locomotive. God bless him. Yeah. By the end of, by probably the, well, definitely, by the end of this podcast, we might know. By the end of us uh, recording, we might know. And dear God, I hope by the time this goes I live. know. Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think we're going to know tonight. We might. It I depends on what, if Pennsylvania, like, if might Pennsylvania get like, keeps pumping votes out yeah baby. Mm. but they've been doing it at such a slow pace lately that I, I don't have a ton of confidence in that happening tonight but we'll see i know that the biden motorcade is heading towards the chase center right now but we don't know for you know that yeah, how for, do you know that i'm getting live updates from my team on the ground uh no a couple <laughs> friends have been texting that it's uh going to be mm. happening soon anyway oh, shit. all right well we gotta go yeah yeah <laughs> right. uh, also i watched donnie darko i forgot i watched donnie darko on halloween uh that movie really holds up and was very fun i haven't uh, seen and it's a halloween movie i thought movie that movie was so school. boring the director's cut apparently explains a lot of like the confusing kind of vague stuff especially like the time travel stuff so i probably mm. will watch the director's cut soon but the normal one i found very funny uh, and of course, our dogs, uh, Hannah and Jeff's dog that lives with us, our dog Swayze, uh, is named after Patrick Swayze. So it was nice to watch a movie. And Patrick Swayze is just a lovely person. I just love Patrick Swayze. That's all. I'm finished! <laughs>